0: Okay, guys, if you have been following along, you know I have something really exciting coming for you in May. The official Crush the Rush quarterly planner is here. You don't have an extra 24 hours to run your business, so why have a separate planner for it? I have created the only planner that combines your personal and business goals with a strategy and planning system that helps you grow and scale your business while still focusing on your very important priorities, those VIPs. I'm so excited to introduce the Crush the Rush quarterly planner. No other planner compares to organizing your business and life. And not only is this planner going to look amazing on your desk and help you streamline your goals, but you can feel good about it knowing it's designed and printed and bound locally from sustainable materials. I have partnered with the amazing sisters at North and Third Publishing. You know, the ladies who produced Halle Berry's Journal on Joy, The All In by Teddy, and Amber Ray's Wonder Journal, to name a few. I know, I can't believe it either. If you are working on building a business, managing a family, or just staying organized in everyday life, then this planner is for you. The best part is it's built from feedback from you and everyday busy women women Managing family and life and careers who have had the desire to do more and make more of an impact, but maybe like you just needed a little extra guidance, support and accountability to do it. When you combine strategy with productivity and accountability, it is magic and it is all built in every day to the planner. And why not work on yourself while giving back to charity? This quarter, we are donating 5% of the profits to In Her Shoes, supporting courage in modern women and young girls. You cannot pass this up. Please grab the link in the show notes, get on the waitness allow so that you can grab this limited edition planner. Don't walk, run, because we are almost sold out of the first edition. You are listening to episode 106 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And if you listened to last week's pep talk, we talked a lot about the strategy to create time freedom. So I would encourage you if you haven't to go back and listen to that one first. But this week I wanted to dig into the weekly habits you can use to create and actually take control of your schedule. So these are the habits that help me really dial in my focus every single week and save time so that I'm able to focus on the priorities that matter. All right, so we're just going to dig right in today. So the first thing that I do every week is I take about 10 minutes to reflect on the previous week. And so you can ask yourself questions like this. So what went well this week What do I need to improve on and what can I do to make the next week great? And typically I actually do this on Sunday morning before everyone's up and I just like do a little brain dump of these three questions. And then when I have time later in the day, I can continue planning my week. The next thing I do is I take it a step further and I think about my goals for the week. So I break it down into the following What is this week's focus? So I call these my big rocks, and these are the things that absolutely must happen. And typically, I try to only pick three or four. I love the number three, and so I usually try to stick to three. Like, these are my three focuses for the week. Sometimes they're work-related, sometimes they're side hustle-related, sometimes they're family-related, but usually it's three things. And then what are my important reminders, meetings, et cetera? that can't be moved. So maybe I have a doctor's appointment, maybe my kids have um, some sort of activity, whatever that looks like, I make sure that I know what those are and that I have them in my calendar. And then the third step is what is your, or in this case, my, when I'm sitting down on Sunday morning, priority list? So you've already talked about what your week's focus is based on what you wanna do. You know what meetings and things that cannot be moved. And now you're saying, Based on the above, what is that list of things that I really need to get done? And so sometimes they have to be moved because they aren't in the week's focus. Sometimes they have to be moved because they just aren't going to fit in because you have meetings that can't be moved. And sometimes you get to add more because you have more time. And so it really just depends on what your focus is for the week and what sort of those big rocks are, but it's really making a list of all the things that you want to get done and then taking out the items that aren't a priority anymore. And it doesn't mean that they go away. It just means that you put them on a different list and you'll come back to them. And then the last piece of sort of my weekly planning method is really figuring out what my morning routine goals are. And so if you have followed me over any period of time, I am always changing up my morning routine. I'm always trying to add ways to make it more efficient, or maybe I'm just trying to hit snooze less or whatever the goal is for the week. But I would encourage you to think about what are your morning routine goals. Maybe it's to get eight hours of sleep. Maybe it's not to hit snooze. Maybe it's to actually have an hour of work time before everyone gets up. Whatever it is, it's really good to go into the week with a plan so that not only do you know what your week's focus is and what the list of things that you need to do is, but you know how you are going to start your day. And because I love a good list, I wanted to throw in a few more things to think about as you are planning your week. So I did a little research and went back to a Ladders article, which is a resource that I actually use uh, for my nine to five job. And Thomas Opong says, there are several things that you should include in your routine that will allow you to take back your schedule. And I picked and chose the ones that made the most sense based on the methodology that I use. And so the first one is... Build a system for everything. So I talk about this all the time, but a system is basically anything that you do on a regular basis. And it can be anything from writing a podcast episode every Wednesday to creating a client onboarding system to save you time. It is consistent small habits that are repeated over time. So your morning routine can be a system. Your client follow-up can be a system, but really think about how you can systemize your week. The second um, tip is all around daily routine. And we talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but how you start and end your day determines everything. So take a closer look at what you're doing at a micro level, and you will be surprised on how much more productive you can be. I talked about this a little bit on the last podcast episode, but in the Crush the Rush Club this month, we or last month, we did a time audit. And I recommend this to a lot of my clients. And it's really being uber focused on your daily routine so that you can make really small improvements where you're going to see really big results. So if you want that time audit, you can join, jump into the club and grab it and download it and try it uh, for a week. The Third tip then is make time for high value work. And so I love this quote by Jim Rohn. He has some of my favorite quotes, but he says... Don't start your day until you have it planned, and then spend the first hour of your day working on high-valued tasks, the ones that are going to move the needle forward. So to make that even more efficient, every morning, get one thing done immediately. Because let's face it, if it's 8 a.m. and you've already crossed off your most important item of the day, it feels pretty amazing. And then you can literally carry that confidence with you the rest of the day. Day. So if you haven't gotten the message, really thinking about how you're going to go about your day and starting it strong is so important in weekly efficiency. Number four is don't multitask. So there is a book called 18 minutes, find your focus, master distraction, and get things done. And in the book, the author writes, to get the right things done, choosing what to ignore is as important as where to focus. So my question is, do you consistently check notifications? Are you always staring at your email? How many times do you check your email a day? I encourage you to Shut down your email, only check it a couple times a day, turn off the notifications on your phone, dig in to when you're on social media and when you're not, and learn to single task, as in you are doing one thing at one time. So right now I am recording a podcast, period. There is nothing else going on. It happens to be 5.30 in the morning, so no one is up, but that is my focus. The last tip is, and I've talked about this quite a bit, is cut down on social media. So, this can improve your weekly efficiency so great. So, Let's face it, social media is still a major time suck. And I will say it is even for me, even though I try really hard to be intentional with it. The average adult checks their phone 50 to 300 times a day, as in we type and swipe and click on our devices almost 3,000 times per day. So we spend more time online than we do asleep. So another awesome book that I love is called Hyper Focus, and it's by Chris Bailey, and he quotes, our smartphones provide an endless stream of bite-sized, delicious information for our brains to consume. It's easy to get hooked and even to feel addictive. And most of us would prefer not to feel this way. I don't know about you, but that doesn't really sound like how I want to live my life. This is one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about systems and schedules, because it is personally, has allowed me to have a presence on social media without being on it all day. And so if you really dig in and follow these tips, like doing a time audit, becoming singularly focused, making sure you spend your mornings intentional, then you also can be on social media less and still have the same impact. So I even go as far as turning my phone off at night and during the day when I'm on meetings, I put it across the room And then I'm not prompted to check it when I have like five free minutes of time. And instead, I use that time to just slow down and think and to have some creative white space. And so by focusing in on your routine and trying these five steps, I guarantee your week will be more efficient and you can actually have more control over your schedule. And the one thing that I love to do and I talk about in the Crush the Rush Club is a 30-day challenge. So every month in the club, we have a theme and we have a challenge for you to follow through with. But the concept of a challenge is really awesome because it helps you sort of increase that accountability. So, so often we talk about challenges as it relates to fitness and nutrition, but I challenge you to take a productivity challenge To your routine for 30 days. So maybe it's 30 days of limited time on social media or 30 days of a more efficient morning. So I want you to write down what that challenge is and track it and see how you feel and make sure to share your progress with me. I can't wait to hear it. Hit me up in the DMS and let's talk about how the challenge is going and how you can really dial in your productivity for the week. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the crush the rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.